Welcome everyone to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. My name is Anthony Rigucci and here with a few friends in the Delaware County area. We get in the basement and we talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be the Game Awards 2022 post-discussion as we usually do. Here to discuss, as always, the triple threat, now a year older... Chris Trio. It's true, Gooch. It's true. I'm 27 now. H- happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. How do you it. feel? First podcast uh, as a new... As opposed to 27-year-old? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it so, feels different. I feel wiser, older, stronger. Faster? Uh, not as fast. Maybe we shouldn't go quote Kanye. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not a great time. Let's take it back. As, at least as of recording, maybe uh, in the future. But... I'm doing great, Gooch. I'm ready to talk some game awards. I'm ta- ready to talk about the flute, man. I'm ready to talk about many another thing. Absolutely. Uh, so um, let's get into it. So, um, we won't be doing our what's going on thing just because we've kind of just done, did like two podcasts right yeah. in a row. We'll save it for January. We got, know, a, probably got more. a bit to go through too. So yeah. 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 So we're going to start with going through the winners and then comparing it to what our poll was in the prediction. So, I mean, I guess if you haven't watched the predictions podcast, might be kind of funny to go back and then look as the video like, check out yeah, what, what happened we have- and how wrong we possibly were. Yep. Like with this first award, Best Adaptation, the winner, Arcane. We were both wrong about that, um, as well as our audience. We thought it was going to go to Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Uh, the other nominees were Cuphead Show, Sonic, and, of course, the seminal Uncharted. Arcane's a worthy successor to me, in, in the way of, yeah, like, I remember it, that being was, talked about a lot when it came right, out. Right, I think you even yeah. said it when we were going through, like, if anything's, it's it's between Cyberpunk and, and Arcane. Absolutely. No, well, uh, uh, a fair winner won. But I do think we were, of course, leaning towards Cyberpunk. Best anticipated game. We had Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and, of course, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, which won. I was pretty surprised. I was a little surprised, too. Because I think we're pretty far from that game. I, I, I don't think it's a 2023 title. I mean... Did they say it was? I really don't know. I couldn't tell you. They, I, I know the last time they like they just named it, right? Didn't they? What is it called again? Yeah. What's the actual name? Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. The last time we got like, like real news was that yeah. the title. I, I don't. I really don't know how long they've been developing that since Breath of the Wild, correct? I assume oh, you would assume, anyways. It's got to be two years at least. I'm well, because it came out of- around Horizon, right? Zero Dawn, the first one. Right, Breath yeah. of the Wild mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think when that announcement trailer dropped, and I'm pretty sure it was 2020. Like I think it was, I think it was like during COVID. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I know it made such a gigantic splash last time that I guess it makes sense to me. Yeah, a lot I of mean, Nintendo peeps. And our pick was, you know, uh, for our poll, mostly towards RE4, and I guess, that, and that makes sense. It's like on the horizon, just like the other four games are. Maybe Starfield, the least. Sure. That was your pick. Yeah. My pick was Hogwarts Legacy. But, you know, it's that's like, you know. Not surprising. A not surprising award. Trio, um, before I get into the next awards, because we're just going to blitz through the esports yeah, awards, because we did not cover them. That um, good. What did you think of the game awards this year? Uh, you know, Jeff, you told me it was going to be two and a half hours, and then you add on a half an hour pre-show, and then it goes a half hour longer, thanks to Mr. Christopher Judge. No, and I, Al, overall, Gino. overall, I think it was pretty good. I think it was the best one they've done in a while. Uh, I think it was pretty streamlined they got through the awards i didn't really care about there were some weird ads throughout but we nah, got some uh, there was like two or three ads that were like 
Okay, but like everything else kind of made sense. I, when I say weird, I could, I don't mean that in a, like a harsh... It's just, you know, I didn't really... They didn't matter. Overall, I think Jeff, he did a pretty good job this year. There were some pretty cool reveals. The one that I, I know Armored Core will talk about it is oh, a huge yeah. deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a lot of people. For me, I, I was kind of like a... <gasps> and I was like, oh, a little let down. But... Great stuff out of Jeff. I, yeah, I, I mean, of course, I always host a watch party every year. Trio uh, coming back after two years of absence. absence yeah. It was great to have him. He Ooh, made some cookies. I did. They were great. Thank we had you. some chili. It, it was, was great. great. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I thought the Game Awards this year was um, good. Like, yeah, I did too. I, I think it was like really nicely rounded. It was. Um, and I, I think the way Jeff did the awards this year was interesting because I almost felt like the awards that actually got attention were too and far in between. Didn't you feel like that? It like, was funny. We just get an award here and there. Right, like, yeah, yeah, it was. And then, and then he'd read five off in, in, in the middle which, of it. Which I makes sense. Like, I think I'm pretty sure the esports awards were done uh, in the pre-show and I'm like, well, that makes sense. They should be and done like, in the pre-show. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think an influencer was as well, like best influencer or something right, like, like that. Right, like we did, like Jeff did five in a row, and I'm like, this is how he's speeding up the award. That makes sense. But then when Chris Judge decides to give an, an acceptance speech that's like seven minutes long, and we're like, I mean, we'll definitely we'll talk about it, but like, yeah. dude, like I I honestly think him and Al Pacino derailed the whole show. Oh, I they, think it took, and an, they yeah. could not get. Well, back no, there was track. like, well, I think they they took up fifteen to twenty minutes of screen time. And that you had to make that up in other places of the show, and it still ran half an hour. Because that was like, so like Al Pacino coming out was like funny. Like, like was, what? What a what well, a weird pull. And then just the fact that they didn't seem to have rehearsed it with him at all. Because I mean, he was like, I, I can't read that I, shit, dude. Al Pacino probably rolled in there. He's like, you know, I guess maybe that did, would be funny if it was bump just in the car. He's like, right ooh wow. Yeah. yeah, right before I got here, he's like, I don't know what this is, who these people are. My daughter says this video thing's games. cool. I okay. like video games. Yeah. And he gets up and he like can't see the teleprompter. He's got to let us know he can't see the teleprompter. He's clearly trying to read every sentence like he's squinting. <laughs> Dude, I'm like... I was laughing out loud that whole time. I mean, like heard, yeah. I, like, like uh, a friend of the show, John K. Wood, he was like, Dude, this is cringy. Like, uh, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I can only handle like a minute or two of this. Like, And like him... Al Pacino, Chris Judge, back to back, which is not good. It wasn't. It, no, it, no. It, it was a recipe for disaster. Uh, um, but I'm sure we're gonna talk more about the show and what we felt. I kind of found like we went right into the words. We're like we didn't even. Talk no, about sure, we didn't talk about. It yet. Oh, I do it's think right. the overall presentation too, just the the stage and everything looked really cool this year. I, I like the like it, the uh, angel thing behind him, like the graphic and stuff. I guess it looks like the award. Yeah, to. you're aware that's the same. It's at the same yeah, it's place the same. over here. Oh, it is. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that's the Microsoft the Microsoft like, Theater in Los Angeles. Yeah. Didn't Pretty see, interesting. I wonder, yeah, didn't, I wonder. We really didn't see much of Microsoft. If, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I'm like, well, that def- was probably my biggest disappointment of the entire thing. But you know what's funny? The Sony stuff we got was not first party. No, I that's know. something to remember. That we is. Got, okay, Final Fantasy 16, but it's Square. They're not a first party company. Uh, as of now. They just had a pre- uh, just more of a presence. They right. Did. They did, and right. I would have liked to seen I don't know something from Xbox, but I digress. Best esports. Let's get into the next one. Uh, that was loud. Valorant player. Best esports game. Um, I think I said player. I meant team. Mm. Loud is a team. Mm-hmm. Best esports game. Valorant. Best esports event. Twenty twenty two League of Legends World Champions. Best esports coach. Um, yeah. Uh, Bizak. Bizak. B z k a. Bizka. Sure. 
<laughs> best esports athlete. Yay. Thank you. Ooh, yay. Yay. Huh. Remember Cindy Gooden is like, yay. Well, you like, know who else is yay now? Kanye West. Yeah, he's the artist, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Second reference. Seventh reference. Yeah. Dilly D's lets me know it's Bazooka. I would never have guessed that. I wouldn't have years, either. But I, I see I see where he's coming from. Yeah. Uh, content creator of the year, Ludwig. Nebellion did not win. I know we... Those were all, <laughs> it, yeah. those were all of our omitted yeah. awards, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny that they right omitted, off the bat yeah, were, yeah. were out of them. But yeah, I, I, if Nibel would have won, I really think there would have that would have caused like some sort of shitstorm. No, I think that they just put him on there just to be nice, to be honest. You think? Yeah. I genuinely think... I think they saw like the fan kind of like weird like this kind of not it's like, weird wh- thing like, just everyone was like oh Wario that's sad but it was like the, i think what's his name shinobi like, yeah like there's these twitter users who kind of all do the same thing well they post it yeah it's like but an they're easy not content creators no not this. i think maybe shit. wario's a tiny bit more than nibelum but even still i don't know you need to find a way to make that twitter audience something else if you're going to use it but either way best multiplayer game Coming out of left field, but maybe not. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, The Winner Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. You said there was a cult around that game. We so yeah, it does. We, we, we did, did we we did talk we about We established that. that. And it, it's funny because like everything else on this list, maybe besides Call of Duty, is like pretty weak. Not that Shredder's Revenge is bad. No, no, no. Not that no, Multiverses no, 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 no. is bad, but they're not the they're not the God of War Ragnarok of some of these categories. Well, when right? you go for multiplayer, yeah, you're not thinking like multiverse. And for our predictions, we were kind of all over this place with uh, Shredder's Revenge kind of coming out on top with 30.8% uh, of the vote. So, uh, pretty but, even spread. But Splatoon was in second place with, uh, or sorry, not Splatoon. Um, Splatoon was in last place with 15.4. So, I don't know. Yeah, okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Best sim and strategy game. The nominees are Dune, Spice Wars, The Spice. Oh. Our winner, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Makes sense. Total War, Warhammer 3, Two Point Campus, and Victoria 3. Next up, wow, we all of our admitted ones, right? <laughs> like right together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best sports and racing game. We have F1 22, FIFA 23, NBA 2K 23. Our winner, Gran Turismo 7, and Ali Ali World. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know either. Think. I've heard of it. Is it like a a skateboarding game? I don't know. know. Good guess. Best family game. Uh, Our winner, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Um, Legos, uh, the rest of the nominees, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Um, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Nintendo Switch Sports and Splatoon. Three. I'm Skywalker trying, Saga we, was robbed. Didn't we omit this? I don't think we did. No, I don't think we did. We talked about it. Yeah. No, uh, we didn't. I'm looking for it. Because I remember we talked about uh, Lego Star Wars yep. and such. So we all, with 50% of the vote, Lego Star Wars was leading out. So we were wrong on that one. And I, you know, I, I kind of get why Kirby wins. It's fucking Kirby. That, that yeah. psychopathic like monster Bowser that will said, eat anything. Like he, he ate a car and that's, that's, that's <laughs> fun. That's what, that's what got them yeah. this far. <laughs> uh... Next up, we have Best Fighting Game, DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, The King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, which is our winner, and Sifu. Multiverses is a good. I like to see that. And, and it's funny because 
uh, I forget who. I think might have been Chris mentioned last night. Chris Connor. Right. Uh, they they uh, you know they kind of, they kind of copied Smash. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But like, they're the first to really successfully kind like, of do look it. Look at PlayStation uh, All Stars. Yeah, that's a Smash clone, and it doesn't it work. And it, it didn't. It's been well. tried to re- be remade so many times that like I will give them credit for doing it successfully. Right. I I'd be surprised if somebody could like come up to me now and be like, this is a good Smash clone because usually when they come out, they aren't, and they just go away. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Multiverse is in is in like early access. It's not like they released the game and that was it. Like they're still updating it. They're putting a character. Oh, absolutely. It seems to be it's free to play. It's an off year for fighting games like next year we have tekken and uh, uh street fighter 6 yep so it's it's, it's already going to be a pretty tight year yeah. with fighting and games didn't that, didn't uh, our, uh not who, who does injustice and such another realm they came out and we're like we're not ready to announce like yeah. we're not gonna be there guys yeah. <laughs> i kind of appreciate I, that almost of like to see me like we're not gonna there was there. a rumor flown was there that they were and gonna... i think they remember they announced mk11 uh, at the game awards, that makes, I could see it next year, maybe, but who knows? I mean, they're, they're knee deep in Injustice Three right now. I would assume, unless they're doing like a completely different Again, game. Again, we don't. Nah, do we know that? Was that in the Nvidia leak? I think it was. I think Injustice Three was. Good, then it's. I'm true. fairly confident. Yeah, and it's real. I'd just be surprised. I'd, what else are they doing? I guess they could do a new like IP, but I don't know. It would be a fighting game of some sort, I'd assume. But yeah, I don't think NetherRealm yeah. would make anything other than fighting games. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Um, best RPG, of course, the winner, obviously, maybe not. I don't know. I disagree. Elden Ring. <laughs> uh, our other nominees were Live Alive, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. And of course, Elden Ring in our predictions beat it out eighty four point six percent of the vote. All right. Like I like I said during our predictions podcast, I kind of like I I don't consider like Elden Ring like. RPG first in a genre. I consider it more of an action game, action adventure game. I don't know. It's an action adventure RPG. I do think, I think the yeah, RPG okay. level is but, key. But, but you didn't say that. RPG first. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But I would say that gotcha. the RPG element is a key tenant in that game. But continue, please. Let's see what else we got. Next up, best action adventure A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok. Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic, and of course, our winner, with seven out of the nine wins. The game that upset the Game Awards. Almost. I mean, it did. Mm-hmm. But besides the big the big whammy. God of War Ragnarok won that one, and of course, it had 84.6% of the vote as well from our So Horizon was up for uh, that too? Our predictions podcast. What? Horizon was also up for that? Yes. Horizon won nothing. I know. Plague Tale won nothing. Um, Modern Warfare 2 won nothing. God of War Ragnarok really kind of came in. Like, and, when we talk about snubs, fucked. I do kind of feel bad almost for I mean, Horizon. I, I more. mean, you like, said it last night, Gotham Knights. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. That was the biggest, <laughs> that was the biggest snub of the year. But aside from <laughs> that criminal offense, uh, I do feel a tad sad for the Horizon people. And Plague Tale. They're a little bit more to prove themselves. I, but like, but now after know, Christopher Judge had to give his seven-minute speech, I was like, I would have much rather seen Charlotte McBurney, who plays Amicia Darune in *The Plague Tale Requiem*, go up there and do that, get that award, because I think her, t- her speech would have been tighter, and I think it would have been more impactful. Sure, sure. But when he was up there on like minute four, he doesn't he he thanks Sonny Soljic last. No, he's he he's you nominated t- too. You could tell he was just like. Almost baffled, like he didn't even know. And what to I say. said, "I'm like, I really don't think he expected to win this." And maybe I, he didn't. I, yeah, I find that a little baffling. Well, maybe he thought like Sonny would take it away because he kind of is. You know, Atreus is a lot more of a main. I mean, he's of course a main character. He's a lot in more the, of a, 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 a not up and comer, but a 
a comer upper? I don't know. No, he, that's up and coming. No, he's he's a lot. His role in the first one is a lot different than it is in this one. It's Absolutely. a much grander, much more involved. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the character really grew. Takes from focus one to a two. bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Excuse my phone. No problem, no, but uh, notifications off, Trio. Remember? Yeah, absolutely. Mine is off, <laughs> I believe. But uh, what what award was this again? This, this was action, action adventure. adventure. That makes sense. And and, and 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 we voted it correctly, and we talked about it. God of War Ragnarok is the best action adventure game. Like overall, it's got the best gameplay. It's it's got it's got the best puzzles. An amazing it's got the story. Best gameplay loop. You know, and it, and it is you know, and to read the award description, it's combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. So it's like all those gameplay mechanics. No, that makes sense. You know, how good are they all together? I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, next up, best action game. Of course, our winner, um, Bayonetta three, which had forty one point seven percent of the votes in our predictions poll. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare two, Neon White, Sifu, and Shredder's Revenge. Nice. Just, uh, I think we'd mention it, but despite the controversy, you know it, it, it took it, it, it came through. Yeah, and it's so funny how that controversy, like like we I've said in the predictions podcast, once we got through it, <laughs> once the game came out, nobody gave a shit. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing. We all have very short attention spans these days. Next up, innovation and accessibility. Um, eh, I guess I'll read this one. Uh, you can, yeah. Recognize uh, so innovation and accessibility. Recognizing software and/or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Our nominees: As Dusk Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Returnal, Return to Monkey Island, Last of Us Part One, and The Quarry. And of course, God of War Ragnarok won this one. And I made a comment. I I, I think it's it's abundantly clear. That Sony is pushing, you know, I, I don't say this, I, it kind of sounds negative, but I don't say it in a negative way. They're pushing their first party titles to to reach that Last of Us Part Two level of accessibility. For sure. They're, they're setting a standard, and that's great. Oh, it is. Because, like, look, you know, we have two Sony first parties in here. Absolutely. You know, and... It, no, and I mean, you know, I think they're really starting, because I feel like Xbox actually was sorry, kind of... Actually, three, Returnal. Yeah. Xbox was a little bit uh, ahead of the ball there with their like controllers and things in the past like year or two, but I do think Sony's trying to step up, and you're you're correct in that regard, especially with its first parties. Mm -hmm. Next up, best VR and AR game after the fall: Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book Two, and Red Matter Two. Boss, Boss, <laughs> Moss Book Two was the winner there. Interesting. I've played Red Matter. I have not played Red Matter Two though. Really? What is Red Matter? It's like you're on some type of, I think you're on Mars, and you're just kind of going through this science installation of some kind and piecing together what happened, and there's this weird kind of entity pushing you through it all. It's it's cool. It's a very nice, it's a fun puzzle VR game with an interesting story, for sure. I would say check it out, at least the first one. Best community support, our nominees are Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite and No Man's Sky. And um we were wrong with this one. Final Fantasy 14 coming on top as the winner. Ooh. I was right. The poll was, was wrong. Incorrect. The audience listeners, you were wrong. I was also wrong, so it's okay. Yeah, you voted No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky had the lead with 41.7 and again Final Fantasy had 25. So Ooh. it wasn't it wasn't last, but it was yeah. second. Um best mobile game. Our first award of the night. Uh, in the pre-show. Um, best mobile game. Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. Marvel Snap, pretty much an upset there. We knew that was going to win. That game is hot. 
You know, everyone's fucking playing that game. It's so hot right now, as Will Ferrell would say in Zoolander. I thought you were going to make a joke as to um, you being hot, you know, like normally. Oh, that's true. Sweat. Yeah, I, I am. I don't have anything lock and loaded. I'm sorry. You're a sweaty boy. I'm a sweaty right. boy indeed. Yeah. Next up, we have best debut indie. And we're going to do indie, you know, Indian debut indie back to back. For debut indie, we have Neon White, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Of course, as we all predicted, Stray took it home for best debut debut indie, as well as it took it home for best indie game. I think they got to draw a line here. Or they just get rid of the second award. It just feels like a redundant award. I understand the debut indie category. I do. It's for new studios. Oh, okay. So that makes more sense. So, like, you know, but again... PlayStation backing with this one. So it's their first game. Correct. And this was technically that studio's first game. So, so yeah, that's why best it debut was, indie yeah. for the best debut game created by a new independent All right. studio. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Like, it, uh, uh, like I guarantee other years this is crossover, but maybe the winner wasn't that they one. They need, to, they need to create clear delineations as to what would make you an indie developer. Hmm. Like that's what that's what they, that's they, how they'd have to do it. I mean, yeah, to like, really. Oh, you're backed by Sony. You're being I, published by Sony. No, you're not. You indie. can you can be in best indie game, but you can't, you can't be, be in best debut well, indie. Well, but even though maybe you can't be an indie game. Like what? Like that's the thing. Like how much? What how is much, an indie game? That's what I mean. Like if you're being funded by a major corporation, like Pentiment. Pentiment is a really small game. Backed and made by a very big developer. So I wouldn't call that an indie it's game. It's not. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's, not. It's, but it's more Indian in size. It's Indian scope, but right. not in... Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Indian... I, and I, by, I don't even know what I meant by size. In scope, no, exactly. No, yeah. that's right. That's just another way no, to say I mean, it. No, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, sco- scope is, is definitely the better mm-hmm. word. But yeah, I, I, it, like... Yeah, the, the PlayStation Because it's like if Warner there, Brothers goes and... Warner Brothers goes and makes a movie for, I don't know, $8 million, and then it does well. Does that make it an indie movie? Probably not. But still, interesting stuff. No. Yeah. No, exactly. That's what I mean. That's like Yeah, an indie movie is like, you know, it's some, some some guys Joe Schmo Productions backed by John's, Joe Schmo. Yeah. Joe Schmo himself, yeah. you know. Yeah, by John Smith. Or and Joe Schmo, yeah. 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 Mm. Best ongoing game. Apex Legends uh to start the nominations. Destiny two, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. And of course, Final Fantasy fourteen taking it home, which beat it out in our polls as well, but also tied with Fortnite. Interesting. Um, but yeah, we we kind of on the money with that prediction. I and I, and I for both those awards, I uh, ongoing and community. Final Fantasy fourteen is just kind of a standout, the, like the past year and a half. So that was that was my vote. And of course, next up, Trio's favorite game won this one, and I kind of want to I kind of want to talk about this because which one I, is this? Uh, you'll, well, you're about to, yeah, you'll know. Um, I want I don't want to talk about this award real quick because this is one, one of our omitted ones and it was omitted for a very specific reason. But this is games for impact for a thought provoking game with a pro social meaning or message. Our nominees are a memoir blue as dusk falls citizen sleeper uh, endling extinction is forever hindsight. And I was a teenage exo colonist. And of course, as dusk falls trio's favorite. I, just game hate that. I don't know year. why there's not even really uh, a good reason for me to, I, I, I kind of, yeah, you just hated I just it. Hate from it. The, from yeah. The from end. the moment I saw it, yeah. I was like, Fuck I, I kind of want to play it, but <laughs> yeah, I, so here's my issue with this category this year. It's usually has some like 
triple A-ish games on there. Not every game. Sure. But like I don't I've never besides As Those Falls, I haven't heard of any of these games. So how can a games for impact category impact anyone when like I when you have not it making hasn't an made impact. an impact? Yeah. Like That's I, a fair point, Gooch. But I understand like the pro social message yeah. aspect of it but like if nobody's playing them like are they are really they making impacting an impact anything anymore? no that's a fair point like I, I will it's give that not too. a critique of the game it's, it's just it's more a, of a general it's, observation it's cr- right it's a critique yeah. of the the idea of the award it just yeah that seems, is odd i would agree it just seems off it's a fair fair point all right next up best performance nominated of course ashley birch for horizon forbidden west as aloy charlotte mcburney as Amicia in A Plague Tale Requiem, Christopher Judge, our winner, if you didn't catch on to that by now, uh, as Kratos in God of War Ragnarok, Main Engage in, Ortal- in Immortality, and Sonny Soljic as Atreus in God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, again, uh, every- 76.9% of the predictions vote from our listeners. Thank you guys for, again, voting in. We appreciate it. That we do. We You guys called this out. I was, I was, I was the minority in this one. I wanted uh, Charlotte to win. But again, if Christopher Judge just went up there and made a nice speech and left, I would have been fine. But I mean, of course, he, no. He, but, uh, yeah. I, I got perturbed. <laughs> but that doesn't mean he doesn't deserve that. That so award. okay. Did you beat the game when we did the last podcast? I yeah. did. Yeah. Okay, I platinum so, that shit. So maybe maybe say it again. Does beating God of War Ragnarok really solidify Kratos in in the game? Absolutely. Okay. I, I really think he's. One of the more, most interesting and well, well-rounded characters Sony has done, and absolutely my favorite, I think, Christopher He's Judge. He's becoming a quite a fan favorite, and he definitely well, no, was I, not. No, absolutely. I think, obviously, these last two games have given him much more depth <laughs> yeah, than absolutely. he has ever had. And, you know, I think it's taken good advantage of those things from those original games, though, to give him meaning. So... Yeah, absolutely. I think he, he 100% deserves this. If not, just for that, no. At the beginning of the game, in, in a certain situation, nope. it's so nope. I can't even you can't nope. even do. But it's not even I don't even know how to do it. It's just no. Like I can do the boy. <laughs> yeah, the boy's good, but he boy. just says no in a in such a way that's like, it's magical. I, I was, don't know. You know what's funny when he when he <laughs> talks longer in that game, it I think Kratos kind of leaves a little bit. What do you mean? I can hear Christopher Judge more. No, I don't. I think that's just. I just think you don't he, hear him speak much in the first. Exactly. Game. So it's, yeah, it's, like it's not. It's, it's you're not used to hearing Kratos talk long. You know what's so funny? <laughs> I don't Kratos, think that, I don't talk long. <laughs> in the entire first game, I'm pretty sure Mimir doesn't call Atreus Atreus once. I think he keeps calling him brother and Kratos. I don't think he says Kratos once in the first entire game. Really? I don't think so because I remember playing it and being like, I, I don't, don't feel like I've ever heard. Does well, he call him brother in one? Yeah, he's, he's like, come on, little, and he says, he says brother and little brother. Oh, that's, that's what he usually that's what yeah. he says most. Well, I, I know, I, uh, maybe I just forget. Obviously, mm-hmm. Ragnarok, it's very apparent. He actually addresses it, why he calls him that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And even like that's, yeah, it's good. Great stuff. Oh. God, Ooh, that game's uh, Best audio design. Um, <laughs> I was going to read it, but I mean, best in-game audio and sound design. That's what the, yeah. that's what the thing says. Mm-hmm. Um, best audio design Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Elden Ring our winner God of War Ragnarok Gran Turismo 7 and Horizon Forbidden West well, this was a, this was a category we were all pretty much all over the place with there were, yeah. um, 
Elden Ring did win it out with 30.8. I think I voted Call of Duty because every year I think one thing Call of Duty gets over is that that audio design, that sound design, those guns, man, they sound good. Sounds like you're um, in war. And I mean, I, I guess, you know, God of War Ragnarok, we have, um, you know, the weapons have a very unique s- sound, the pickup sounds, the smashing the crates. There is certain enemies, the when they attack, make, yeah, it's, there's a lot of sound. You know what I hate on. about the audio design in God of what? War? I fucking hate the hum when you die and you have your volume really loud. It's like, honestly, it gives me a headache. Oh, uh, the hum. And I'm I, trying to remember. When yeah. you die and you're in the end, next time you die and you, it just goes, like it, there's just an ambient hum. You do have, you 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 keep your TV loud as hell too. So yeah, I'll I say, I'll I'm, get it. And I'm just like, fuck. Surprise your, your mom like doesn't go crazy. I'd be like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah, I do keep my TV loud. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I think the sound design in God of War is great. There's a, there's a specific sound for each motion and just the way your shield cracks and your axe throws and your a lot of carryover from 2018 <laughs> no that's it. fine but it, that doesn't it. make it uh, all right, doesn't, all right, no it doesn't devalue right. it now hold on we could say that exact same thing about modern like call of duty and stuff like that for a lot I of see stuff. i'm curious if they're like do they carry over some weapons or do they re-record everything i'd be, I'd be very I'd be, surprised if they re-recorded every single thing but they might i mean they for might. no i don't know i don't know be very interesting to see um next up we have best score and music olivier derivier for a Plague Tale Requiem. Sukasa uh, Saito for Elden Ring. Bear McCreary, our winner for God of War Ragnarok. Two Feathers uh, for Metal Hellsinger. And there's, I don't know. Yasori Mitsuda for what? Oh, here, no, I have it over here. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. That's an IGN article error. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You <laughs> fucked up the flow. Um, yeah, Baron McCreary, Ron. Baron McCreary, you know, for those who don't know, very acclaimed um, composer, regardless of the fact they did God I of War I feel like Ragnarok. the first God, was he doing, like, other stuff before God of War? Because yeah. I feel like that's the first thing I remember I really seeing I his name I think that's the on. first big video game he's done, um, but he does, like, a lot of shows and shit. Like they okay. all do. Like, Lauren Balfe yeah. does a lot, like... He does like all the CW stuff. He was out there with his hurdy gurdy, man. Come on. He was. Yeah. Was that a hurdy gurdy? I think it's a hurdy gurdy. I'm pretty sure. What is that? Tim called that out. I'm pretty confident it's a hurdy gurdy. Yeah. Next up, best art direction. Our nominees go as follows Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Very upset to see Scorn not take their only nomination home. That would have been really cool for those devs. Only just because that game is, like we've said before, our direction the game. Incarnate, yeah. Right. But, and, no, please go ahead. No, Elden Ring won that, and it did. Scorn won out in our polls. Elden Ring was second. So I think I think we're all kind of in the same headspace. I think we all kind of understood the, uh, you know... The uh, the assignment there, <laughs> and I will get Elden Ring has a lot of variety within it. I can give oh, it absolutely. that. It, it, it like from uh, geez, what's the red area called? I can't remember off the top of my head already. Ohio, Ohio, <laughs> as, or or or, or Camden, the Caled, 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 and then you go to just the kind of more medieval setting that you start in. Then you go up to the north, and it's all yellow and kind of almost Roman inspired. It's very cool stuff. Sorry for for slapping. Uh, yeah, I think it's well deserved. Says you. Says me. <laughs> just yeah. um, next up, last three. Best narrative. Our nominees goes as follows. A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Again, with seven out of the nine nominations last night, 
Thursday the 8th, if you're watching this next week. One day after my it, birthday. It wouldn't be last night. As well as Pearl Harbor Day. God of War Ragnarok. Best narrative. Um, I'm not finished. It's good. I, I can't disagree. And of course, I can't disagree with our audience. You just got to a pretty key part too, and I really, yeah, I, I did, did love your. I'm, I'm, your I'm at the end. I'm in the. I'm. A, I'm. 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 You're in it. I'm in it. Yeah. Um. And it, yeah, of course, our audience also agreed with um the panel of judges who voted for this award. I don't know why I said that so strangely. Um, with sixty four point three percent of the vote, and of course, I was a big tail on uh, a, a big. Plague Tale won for this. I'm like, I don't know. Let's let's give it to Plague Tale. Elden Ring winning this would have been rogue as shit. But, you know, hey, weirder things have happened. Splatoon won best multiplayer game. Come on. Makes sense. Well, but that, I don't think that's... I think Elden Ring, Ring winning narrative is weirder than Splatoon winning multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, true. But still, so, I, so, I, trio, I see the you, ha- you have beaten God of War Ragnarok. No spoilers, but... Does it, like... It pays it, off for it, me. Like, it really ties it up with a bow. Huh? I think it does. I, I think it does the characters justice that we've grown to love over the past two games. I, I, I commend them I, for doing it in two games because I think you very easily could have puffed this out to two more games if you wanted to, but it felt like they had a story to tell, uh, themes to, to put forth, and stories to finish off and just enjoy uh, but like I, I, I can't, I can't sing its praises enough about the just overall story, and it felt it left me feeling incredibly satisfied. Yeah, and I mean I'm yeah. having a great time. I can't really disagree with anything that you said. It is really gripping. Um, it's much, it's paced paced much differently than the first one. I agree. Like narratively, like it 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 really is like a different beast than the, than the first one. It's not the same at all. Where, like, I could say, like, Plague Tale and it's, you know, both Plague Tale games are pretty similar in their narrative structure. The sure. second one just does a lot more meat and potatoes and just more more, more on the play to enjoy. Well, especially, and I, I do, we'll, you know, without getting into too much of the review, because we'll get to a God of War Ragnarok review at some point. But it definitely does, it doesn't use the hub, way, the hub worlds in the same way. I don't, like, you know, the first one was much more focused in Midgard. Right, in the and, Lake of the and, Nine. In the Lake of the Nine, and you know you went to a couple realms. This one, it doesn't feel like there's one main world, which I like. It no, really does feel no. like you, you got a lot to kind of play around with, and that's what I, I truly enjoyed about it. Um, Real quick, I just... Elden Ring, obviously, you know, we've talked about Elden Ring. Its narrative isn't really traditionally told. It's kind of hard to put it with the rest of the group. But the, the story is cool. Like, the world is great. I mean, especially the world. Hello, George R. R. Martin fucking wrote it. Um, so that, that has to that has to mean something, and I, and I think it does. But again, if this was any other game, I've, we would be having kind of a different conversation about it. But it's, it's a From Software game. The story I think this is also shows different. you gameplay is king. Gameplay is king. If you have a fun game to play that's somewhat compelling in the narrative department, you're getting there. You're in there. People want to play. Yeah. You know? But that's just me. And then Horizon Forbidden West. I would say the Forbidden West story is is better than the sequel because I think it just goes to places that... Than the, than the first one, you mean? The sequel's better? Correct. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, the, I just want to The sequel's better than the original gotcha. in, the, in the story department. Um, and then again, Immortality... 
very odd game that just you know got nominations but like who played that i don't i haven't even you heard know of it. I've never I, heard I, it. I it's so funny like as many podcasts not i don't listen to a lot of gaming podcasts not single person oh well i've never even heard of it before now right that's what i'm saying yeah. we heard of it from talking about the game awards and it's like it's a netflix game and it's like you know like it's a it's like a choose your adventure kind of thing it's it's is that know. on game pass no because it's on netflix it's on only netflix like it's i'm pretty sure okay I don't know how that works. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe because and, and Xbox did put out a game recently that was f- a lot of live action stuff. It was on Game Pass. Can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but please continue. Okay. Um. Sure. Last two. Best game direction. Our nominees: Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Our winner: Elden Ring. One best game direction. And of course, our audience agreed with 57.1% of the vote. I gave this one to Stray to just spread the love. Because I think I think my, my argument was, I think it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting achievement to make a game that was successful based around being a cat. It's certainly an interesting direction to take a game in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and of course, we, we're, we're, we've sung the praises of Elden Ring and the predictions... We'll do it again here. Elden Ring pierced the veil, pierced the zeitgeist with a genre that was started off being very niche and well-loved and now has become mainstream and well-loved. No. What I can't else? put it any better. What else is there to say? It God really of War Ragnarok. Yeah. It's fun. Like thinking about game direction, outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. God of War isn't innovative in the way it... The first one was much more innovative. Right. It innovated that entire series, right. I will say. And the same with Horizon. Not innovative about the way you go through it. I'm fine with God of War one, or 2018 winning that game of the year and this one being overshadowed by Elden Ring. Or not even overshadowed, but it, it's well deserved. You're pulling trigger early. I'm talking about game direction. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, well, I, I mean, I, was, I thought, yeah, continue. I, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, and then Immortality was up again. Nope. Don't, don't have much to say there. Nope. Um, have anything else to say for Stray besides what I said? Not really. <sighs> All right, Trio. We've arrived. Our last award of the night. The game of the year. Presented by Joseph Ferris, who announced It Takes Two merch, where you can pull the little elephant's ear off. And he said, what did he say again? One more time. Fuck the Oscars, right? Wasn't yeah, that his thing? fuck yeah. the Oscars. Nice. He didn't pull any shit, and he was like, guys, I'm I'm up here clean. I'm going to present him. this award for my buddy Jeff and, and Kojima. <laughs> and his buddy, now my buddy, Kojima. And of course, Animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big, Co- big Kojima fan. Big Kojima fan. Game of the Year, our nominees are as follows. A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Can I get a drum roll? Our winner and our winner in the predictions, Elden Ring. Game of the year 2022, folks. It 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 pounced on God of War's upset. It came out on top just as we said it would. I wouldn't say this is an upset. 
Well, do you think this is an upset? God of War pretty much won every award it was nominated for. Yeah, it pretty much got there. Yeah, I guess so. I don't really feel like it's... To me, it's not... I feel like I saw this coming from a mile away, so it doesn't oh, feel no, like an like, upset. Like, but I got, guess technically speaking, award count-wise, you would assume after right. the entire night, it's taking that home. Yeah, that's right, fair. Right, because we got there, and, and you, you said it's sitting there, and I think we said it in our predictions podcast, game direction and game of the year are pretty I intertwined. I feel like they're tough. Yeah, tough yeah. to take... Yeah. Tough to pick apart. Yeah, and, really, and, and you were really. right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... Good for FromSoft, man. I agree. Um, you know, they got something cooking in the oven, which we're going to talk about. Something different. Something different from Elden Ring. Yeah. Different from Dark Souls. They're going back to the roots, and that's great. I think they've proved that they can do that. Um, you know, I don't know if we're going to get DLC for Elden Ring. I think it's I think it's still tough to, to exactly say if we are. Didn't they say there's more Elden Ring on the way? I don't know if they meant that. No, in. I don't think so. I thought I saw like a headline today from like IGN or something. It was like Miyazaki says, or is that who does it? Yeah. Like more Elden Ring is on the way or something like that. Uh, Did he? I think okay. I, th- I, I, I might have saw this in a cursory glance, but I could be wrong. Uh, I I wouldn't be. I mean, did Bloodborne get DLC? Did any other FromSoft games Bloodborne get DLC? Bloodborne got Bloodborne did get DLC. Uh, the old hunters. Yeah. Um, Dark Souls one got one DLC. Dark Souls two got three DLCs. Dark Souls three got one DLC. Dark Soul or um. So Sekiro, they have a record of doing DLC inconsistently because Sekiro didn't. But get most DLC. of okay Sekiro, but most of their games have gotten. DLC. Yeah. I would see, I feel like with the success, I wouldn't be surprised at all. It makes they were, sense. Yeah, it would but make, again, but they, I, could, they could not. Yeah. It's sure. been, it's been a number of years since Dark Souls 3. Since the last time they did. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, the DLC. DLC. So I'm just, I'm just weary, but yeah, Miyazaki went up and, you know, he got that award, graciously accepted it. Of course, shout out George R. R. Martin. I would have loved to see and him his, there. And the rabbi, George Clinton. Well, <laughs> Bill Clinton. We'll, I, we'll get there. I wasn't going to leave this world without talking about that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's great. It, it, it's great. I, I, I think I think they, they totally deserved it. Um, I didn't want to see anyone else up on that stage to get that reward. No, I agree. I mean, I would have been I fine mean, if it I, was like, God I of love War, Plague but, Tale, but I you know, I, 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 if, if I'm sitting up here telling you Plague Tale, it is a game of the year game. Uh, obviously it got nominated but like it's not gonna win doesn't it doesn't beat Elden Ring right right yeah, it, yeah. but it doesn't mean I don't like it any of less of course Sorry. and yeah we gotta talk about this fucking kid man I don't what so he's just he just was so, we saw him on stage he right, looked right. very when we were watching before, we're like who is this dude yeah, sitting like behind him he looks super uncomfortable I was, like, I was like dude and he was kind of shifting around yeah and like Miyazaki's talking and he's right behind him and I'm like what the fuck like why is this guy like standing right behind him like we're watching this lot yeah uh, and then, you know, like it ends and then he like goes up to the mic. He's like, it's my turn now. He's, he sounds he's like, like, I want the, I want, yeah. He's like, like Middle Eastern almost or something. He was, I think he's like Jewish. Oh, okay. Like actual Jewish. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like, from like Israel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, only like, actual not Jews a, are from Not that. an no. American Jew. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> like yeah. a Jew Jew. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's the way you put that, but I like it. Uh, and yeah, so he's apparently some like. Like Infowars troll kid. Uh, well, how do you get the dude in there? He interviewed on Infowars as like a like 13, 14 year old kid. Nice. What? Jeff's inviting the cool kids. No, I know. I'm, I'm can't believe he got in there. Or got up I mean, there, he like, just bought a ticket. It's public. I event. guess that's true. I forgot you can just buy one. So like they're going up to get the award, and you know if you watch it, you just go back and look at it. He just walks up, up with them. Like yeah. he's like. 
Elden Ring guys are over here. They come up front and then they go up, and he just kind of comes in intersects with them, yeah, and goes up. And I guess like Miyazaki, like I no, 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 they were just like, oh, this guy's probably like an usher, absolutely, yeah, no, which makes sense because there usually are people standing off or standing behind, ready to to direct people off the stage or where they need to go. I mean, thank God nothing happened, man. No, and that, that could have been dude, like. Imagine if we, I, I'd we assume that they have some type of security. They arrested him right after. And no, but even just like, I wonder if they have like a weapon. I'm sure that there's like a weapon, like, or they have like a that oh, you go I'm, through like a metal detector or yeah, something going so, in. Uh, Jason Stryer interviewed him after today, and he literally like, uh, I think I'll, I'll pull up the tweet real quick. Yeah, because it was like it was goofy. I'm like, he like interviewed him, and he like really He's had, a troll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Just spoke to... Uh, yeah, from Jason Trier. Just spoke to the guy who interrupted the Game Awards. He says his name is Matten and that he's 15 years old. Some thought his speech was an anti-Semitic dog whistle, but he's he is almost certainly a Jewish prankster. He understood a question I asked in Hebrew, then pretended he didn't. <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't know, man. It, uh, it could have been worse, but that sucks. That, no, that yeah. kind of shit ruins shit. And you're like, you know... Jeff already was stressed enough from Al Pacino and Chris Judge. And it, the beginning of the end of the show, <laughs> there were issues. That was funny. Because, uh, like, Jeff comes up and he's like, okay, thanks, guys. Yeah. At least they didn't interrupt their speech. That no, that's what they were waiting for. Been... They were waiting for hit to, I think, end to get the... Because then he starts... And then they grabbed him, like, security grabbed him. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, Trio. That are our awards. Let's talk about some announcements. A lot of good games uh, coming up here. Uh, in no particular order, and this is from IGN, uh, with this write-up by Adam Bankers. Adam, thank you. Appreciate thank you, it. Adam. I got pictures and little descriptions in case I need them. Final Fantasy 16. We finally got a date. June 2023. 22nd, to be exact. Um, I, he said this is like the final trailer, but Trio, this is the most epic Final Fantasy I think we've ever seen to date. You're not a Final Fantasy player. Are you gonna peak? Oh, think about game? it. Yeah, absolutely. Think it? I think it, I think it absolutely piqued my interest in some way, shape, or form. It, Definitely it, looks very Devil May Cry ish. Is it to a degree? Right. The combat, the Devil May Cry gameplay director. Yeah, I remember it, you guys saying that last night. So, it's, you know, it makes sense. And is it like? Do you think the epicness is kind of pulling you in? With Definitely like the, more than the, the boy band of guys driving friend. through a, the countryside in a flying Cadillac. A little bit more, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm excited. I I think it could be very interesting. For sure. Yeah, I mean, this is one of my definitely anticipated games. Did next that year. like make me go like I'm buying this? No, but like if I see more gameplay and like I look a little bit more into it, it could sway me. Absolutely, uh, I'm really excited. It's getting back to base with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, obviously, fantasy game. Yep. Started as very simple fantasy, and then it kind of gets into some steampunkish aesthetics with technology, like but Victorian era stuff, right? right and right. then it goes like a bit more futuristic. Yeah, and then you get to yeah. Final Fantasy VII, and there's cars and guns, and it kind of like it, it. It it's it stayed in that like genre of being like futuristic, but like not fantasy, that futuristic because yeah. they still use swords, but there's guns, you yeah. know. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I think we needed to get back to that fantasy base and they're, they're doing a, like a darker, more adult story here. Um, not that a lot of final fantasies are adult, but this is like obviously adult, you know, if you know like, what I mean? No, I totally understand. I'm excited and I can't, I can't wait. I hope That's it doesn't awesome. get delayed Good. again. How many times has it been delayed? I think twice. Nice. Anyways. Or yeah. maybe they just never put a date on it. Maybe, maybe they, they put didn't. A year. Yeah. That would be the smart thing to do. Uh, our next reveal which was very cool very cool cool teaser trailer we mentioned it earlier from soft is coming back with one of their original ips armored core six 
fires of Rubicon. So this is like a mech fighting game? This is a mech fighting game, Drew. I'm down for it. That sounds the cool. The trailer? I just assumed it was going to be like, since I saw FromSoft, like a Dark Souls-ish, but mechs. Like, no, I would assume okay. not. I know I know we had that conversation last night. Yeah. That's not what Mech Warrior gotcha. is. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, yeah. not Mech Warrior. <laughs> um, um, Armored Core. It's yeah. just like a mech. It is just yeah. a mech fighting game. I mean, that sounds fucking awesome. Um, and, it, it, you know, it's cool. I, I think taking a break from Souls is okay absolutely I think, uh, just unlike marvel movies uh, making people want a souls game again i think only helps you no, only absolutely. A benefit. less uh, of every less is more in a lot of cases and, and uh like i was saying earlier they proved that they can they can tussle in the in the tunnel here and going back to one of their original ips to kind of now give it a, we've made you know like billions of dollars from this new IP. Let's go back to our old ones. Let's reinvigorate. Let's show them like where FromSoft came from. And yeah. I think this is awesome. I, and this was rumored too. A lot of people were speculating on this, but the trailer was just like, dude, I just want to fight. Epic. I just want to fight, man. I just want to Honestly, I want to watch fight. that movie. I don't even know. Like, right. like, yeah, no, it was, it I, was cool. I, I don't think there's like much of a narrative. I think it was really, it is just, really just a fight. Yeah. Fighting. Like, Interesting. like, I don't really even know like the story around it. Would you be, so, do you think that they would put like a kind of more narrative scope to it? If they brought, it I mean, back? it's from soft. So, no. so yeah, I guess not. Yeah. No. Would it be more like a, would it, would it be a single player experience then, or would it be literally like one-on-one fight? Like, no, I think it's multiplayer. Okay. Interesting. It's like big scale battles. Gotcha. Again, I, I think there's a lot of questions cause I, I and I'm not an armored core fan, <laughs> so I don't really know what this series is. Hmm. And I, I, I know a lot of people like armor core three, which is on the 360. I, you know, I, you know, if I see what I like, I mean, I, I've, I'm already liking what I see. If I oh, see more than I like, I would, I would definitely think about. I will it. say that, and they've earned. It's different. That was a cinematic, obviously, right? That was. Yeah, that was not game. They have earned enough goodwill to just show me a cinematic, and be, I'll be right. like, all right, I'll where, take a peek. Like Whereas, I, like certain games, where I'm just like, there was the one, like if Elder Scrolls Six gave you another cinematic, yeah. you would be like. I don't know. Well, but that's the fun. Todd. Well, especially at this point, like the first one when they first revealed the Elder Scrolls cinematic, I was like, "Ooh!" But now I'm like, "All right, give me fucking something else." But let's see what's up next. You know what I? Well, we talked about. Um, hold on, real quick. Final Fantasy 16 <gasps> PS4. I don't think that is PS4. I don't think it is either. I just want to make sure. Yeah, it was incredibly nice. I mean, because you astounding. were calling it out, and I was thinking about it earlier. I'm like, when we talk about announcements, we should. Um, a lot of these new games are completely next gen, or I guess current. I mean, obviously, <laughs> Armor Core will be, but yeah. Um, hold on, I'll confirm in a sec. All I know, right. I know, Final Fantasy 16 is a PlayStation exclusive. Well, I'm can on. you just Google Final Fantasy 16? You know, I did, and if only it was that easy. I mean, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing on their store um, page. What well, the fuck? What about the Wikipedia page? Final Fantasy. See, I'm not 16. as quick on this computer as maybe you would be. Yeah, Wiki. Let's yeah. see. I, I do. I do actually really want to make sure for every game when we talk um, about this. What platforms? It just says PlayStation Five. Perfect, Rio. We're living large. We are. Next up, Hades Two. We got a gameplay and a cinematic trailer. This is the first ever sequel from Supergiant Games, developers of Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, Hades 1, now Hades 2. Coming into early access in 2023. I assume, well, it's probably on PC to start. It, pro it Hades came to all platforms. Um, 
trio. Um, I I want to play Hades. Um, I, I really first don't have one. anything to say. <laughs> like I will say no, Hades no, no, now okay. in general. No, don't really know much. What is it about? It's literally about like just Greek. It's like it's Greek, Greek gods. Um, it's a roguelike. I was gonna say what? Yeah. Okay. Huh. What are you looking up? Can you? Can I? Can I charge you with looking up what games are on systems? Yeah, absolutely. Just, I mean, I know it. certain ones for sure already off the top of my head. Right, but we'll tell. Yeah, one, well, as we're going, yeah, we'll look at. Yeah, Hades two. That's. Pr- I would be surprised if that wasn't crossed. You know, it's funny. Like another Hades two came up, and I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay, let's see. There's already a wiki page for it. It's been not even a 24 hours. Let's see. Platforms. Okay, right now PC only, but that I, I wouldn't be I surprised if that was cross gen. To be honest, oh, it's, it's going to come to console. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean like as in even on old consoles. Like, I mean that's not a really crazy looking. It's just a side right. scroll. Yeah, right. I'd be I'd be curious, but um, you know, this was a, the first one was a game of year contender. Yeah, and from a studio that's never made a sequel, very. I think this is the game to do it. Absolutely. I, 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 this has been in the back of my brain forever, but I want to play through all Super Giants games again. I've never played Pyre. I've only played Bastion and Transistor. Gotcha. And then play Hades. Oh, they did those. That yeah. makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, I said it earlier. You did say it. Well, you said it, oh, you did say it earlier. I remember you saying yeah. it last night. I'm, I'm talking quick. You probably it's, No, it's all right. Ne- next up, Ken Levine's next game by his newer studio. Bioshock. Th- I mean, sorry. What was it called again? Judas. No, I know. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) It was Judas. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to, it's ghost, ghost fire studios. Yeah. But ghost fire studios. Exactly. I think you're spot on there. That is next gen only. I wish you had this in your write up, brother. Uh, it's Ken Levine's new studio. It's, it's ghost. It's, it's it's ghost story. Yeah. You can can talk, but, um, (laughs) it looks to be set on some type of space station. I mean, it looks like Bioshock. To be honest, like, and that's not to say that in a negative way, but, uh, you know, you got like something equivalent to plasmids. You got your gun, the character, you got, you got some sheriffs. You're playing as this blonde lady named Judas. Oh, is that her name? Yeah, that's her name. You can, you can look up their website now and it has like a small ghost story, ghost story studios, Ken Levine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just got Dude. super heavy Bioshock vibes. Right. This looks great. Yeah. yeah. And this is the description. Uh, a disintegrating starship, a desperate escape plan, the official press release shares. You are the mysterious and troubled Judas. Your only hope for survival is to make or break alliances with your worst enemies. Will you work together to fix what you broke, or will you leave it to burn? Ooh. So, yeah. I mean, like we said, it. it's like Bioshock in space. Like, that's really what this game looks like. I think that's perfect. I think if you're a video game player and you hear that, you know exactly what you're getting into. Too. Um, this studio has kind of been floating around for years, though, so it's finally nice to see what they're doing. Well, this is the first one Ken Levine has made since Infinite, Infinite. Right? And, yeah. and we haven't, and there is a rumored Bioshock game out there. I know um, I'm fairly confident we yeah. already broke that news. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's like set in Antarctica or something like that, right? So yeah. it'd be interesting. What if this was just a just a Bioshock game? Also, like what? Like I know they probably wouldn't give that up that we, IP. Oh, uh, but like what if this was literally like just part Bioshock? of a Bioshock universe? Like yeah, a secret Bioshock. Yeah, interesting. Good that theory. would truly blow my mind. But I mean, it I mean, could it just be. looks so much. Why not? It literally looks like I mean, just like Bioshock. Obviously, right, like right. we saw that like the picture of the the two eating the cookies. That was heart. I mean, that was so like, infinite. Just like, yeah, yeah, very infinite with the, with the art there. I mean, you know, it was and that was easy to see for sure. Of course, next up. We're going to spend a little bit on this one. Of course, a little bit. 
I'm going to call it by its working title because we never saw Death Stranding 2 actually anywhere. Just DS2. So Kojima announces the sequel to Death Stranding. Working title, Death Stranding 2. Leah Seydoux is back. Troy Baker is back. Norman Reedus is back. Joined by Ella Fanning and... Oh, God. Her name's Shilio... Fuck. I, I, I I heard Jeff say her name. But I don't know how to, mm-hmm. and I don't have her name in front of me, and I don't know how to spell it off the top of my head. But either way, new actor coming in. Yeah, uh, there's some new roles. A little lesser known, I assume that's not so. I mean, even Leia Sado wasn't like she's she's more known now. But even still, even since Bond, I wouldn't say she's like a a mainstream a main, actor. Uh, right, right. Yeah. I wouldn't expect like everyone on the street to know who Leia Sado yeah. is. Um, fuck, man. I I I mean, obviously, we knew this was coming. This is one of our predictions. Yeah. Um. My well, I mean, not predictions. We knew he was going to be there. <laughs> he fucking said it. Yeah. Um. Dude, when I was watching that trailer, my mind was racing, racing. I was like, I like, I, I woke up like generally like euphoric. Sure. This morning, uh, uh, the theme of the game, the tagline: Should we have connected? Very opposite of Death Stranding, where it's all about connecting. So. We uh, Kojima, we saw the trailer, um, and what it's funny, it's like the 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 posters that he revealed actually weren't featured, or the you know L Fanning and uh, the the other actress, um, the Japanese actress weren't featured in the game in the trailer we saw. Yep. But he was teasing that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and and yeah, uh, the last poster was Leia Sado, and then we saw like an older Norman Reedus. So we know, and and we're assuming Elle Fanning is playing Louise Strand, uh, BB Lou. That makes uh, sense. Yeah. Um, Sam's adoptive daughter. Um, so I guess there's time jumps. Sure. Because Sam's old. Yeah. And it's like, okay, is that time fall or did he like? I just thought age? he died at the end of the last game. I guess. Oh uh, no, he just walks out with BB, that's right. and that's the end. You know, not nothing to go off of there. That game, when, like I finished it, and I was like, I don't think we'll get a sequel, especially since Kojima's kind of been trying to escape Metal Gear Solid and being stuck into sequels. And yeah. I think a lot of people were like, yeah, like Death Stranding will be a one-off thing. And I was like, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we got some trippy ass shit with fucking. <laughs> I mean, it's as Kojima as it can get. Yeah, Troy Baker is uh, singing the BB song. Higgs is back. He, so it is supposed to be him, or is so, it supposed to be? Like, I mean, it's Troy. Baker. It's obviously Troy Baker, but like, it's supposed to be the same character. That's the question. So I was looking at it, and like, he, his design was cool. He has like this see-through red body with with like, like the BB fluid in him or whatever. Right, almost, right. yeah. He's, he's got he's got Ludens. No, give me Ludens. Give me the little Ludens. He's got the Ludens like shoulder look, like the you know, like like the like the space. That was already guy. in it though, right? What weren't some weren't some other people like dressed in Ludens stuff in the last game? Yes. Yeah. I mean Sam's like original, like his first like porter outfit. I'm like holding this. I like, know, I'm I can tell fucking, you're holding like a little like, baby. A, like I'm holding a fucking baby yeah. here. You should put Lou out front. Just put him out. Yeah. Lou. There you go. You can stay out there. His light doesn't work though. Is that no. gonna block me? No, you're perfect. Okay. I You should well, keep that in your bedroom. <laughs> you wouldn't get that. some weird question. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, uh, but yeah, dude. Yeah, and he's got a fucking guitar now. <laughs> like a guitar, like, yeah. Like crazy shit. So like his hair is long, and his the mask on his face looks like Amelie's face. Yeah. And he has her kipu. I'm like, is that Amelie's like head? Is he like 
Don't put a don't put a basket of Jima. I, know, like, I don't like, know what the put, fuck he's gonna put do. Put someone's <laughs> head on someone else's body and no, it's Troy Baker yeah. and Tiggs like coming back. And I guess fragile didn't uh, fragile didn't kill him at, at the end. This is the shit, Kojima. What you're doing right now. This is what he what lives. He lives. What he like just what he feeds on. And it's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that. It's just it is funny. He he does love to put out these trailers with little to no context and just allow you all to. Just simmer, and it's good. Like it's not bad. Thing. And I mean, hey, it's it's genius marketing. His translator Aki Saito was like, you know, there's a lot of nuggets in this. Go yeah, find them. Go em. find. Um, he knows his he knows his crap. I was right about the bridges logo, the drawbridge. I'm, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm theorizing. I'm like, is are we connecting with other countries? Because obviously, like a drawbridge needs two sides to lower their bridge. Correct. To come together, true. That is how it works. To connect. And I'm also thinking. You know, should we have reconnected that scene where there's like this procession of everyone in red, some cult of of worshiping Amelie? Is this another dimension, another world? Like we saw those things, you know, those figures that we never got explained, the five floating guys that we saw since the beginning, never explained. I think that has something to do with it here. Um, he did leave a lo- enough to be really kind of just expound amb- upon. There's a lot of ambiguity. I mean, and that's what he's good with. So, yeah, man, I... He made a, a FedEx simu- simulator work for me in so, a lot of ways. So, so and, my, my question to you is, are you excited for I'm Death, ex- I'm definitely DS2? Not, of Death course, Stranding I'm not 2, like excited as you for sure. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think Kojima is a true auteur of the gaming industry. I think he's up there even with... I would put Corey Barlog and that team up there too. I would put... With Ken Levine, Todd Howard, Ken Levine, yeah. Todd Howard. I, I think Kojima is above all these those guys. Yeah, I know he's do. been around. Longer, I, I, too. I disagree he's wholeheartedly. Got the, oh, because, he's got the years. On well, these no, guys. he got he has the year, but I don't like. I, I just don't connect you with don't, his things right, as right. much as you do. But you I know mean, what like, I mean? You know. But sure, I mean, factually. age. Well, not even factually, just age wise, you could say he's been around longer. But I, I think they are all all on the same level of respect for me, a hundred percent. But. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I I will give it to Sony. They're taking because obviously that training didn't sell well. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm sure. No, it it Compa- sold. And, it sold like just as much just, as it needed. To. That's what I mean. Like I, it's I, not I, like a God of War seller, right? You know what it's I mean? It's not like this. You know, <clears throat> like sold systems. Like I don't think it's that kind of game. But it, it you know, Death Stranding one had four lives: PlayStation Four, PC. Director's cut on PS5, director's cut on PC. I think it like really kind of like it had like four lives. No, absolutely. It it, it came and then it went a little bit and then it came back and people were talking about it and getting excited about it. He made a game on paper that sounds insane. No, I know. That work. So I will give him an exponential amount of credit for that. I, I, so I'm, I'm so, excited. I'm so excited just from the, the trailer because I like I like the the period of before a Kojima game comes out because. You're just left it's all to, speculation. You're just left to fucking yeah. like, like roll just, in whatever the fuck this roll is. in the mud that and, is and Kojima. I'm, curious, I'm like, are we gonna have multiple protagonists? Because like Good. Sam was really not featured. You know, Norman Reedus kind of comes up and rises up. And what I was gonna say to you before we started, knowing Norman Reedus is what he's doing in his career. Walking Dead's over. He just started a new show. I'm like, and. He was right. Remember when he was talking well, about... Well, he said that by... Yeah, no, we were, I know. We he definitely shouldn't Death have said... Yeah. Too, and I'm like, I don't believe him for a second. Oh, like, no. And that was a funny thing. He just he said was, something he, he were, shouldn't he was, have said. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, he right. got slipped up. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's interesting. Like, it's crazy. Like, I, you know, I don't think Mads Mikkelsen is going to be back as Cliff. But Leia say do like, coming back for another game... That, I think no, I think they. Liked, I think that says maybe how much she enjoyed doing it. And I would say the same with. I mean, you know, of course, we, we joke with Norman that he doesn't have much else going on. But but 
Yeah, I think they genuinely do like working with Kojima. And, and, and I think, Miyazato yeah. was there. Yeah. That was crazy. And it's so I was different. like, especially no, that was awesome. Like, I kind of expected Norman to be there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's 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 filming The Walking Dead, I think is what's going no, on. No, that makes sense. Um, but, uh, man. Yeah, I'm sure he was invited. I'm excited to see what they're going to subtitle uh, it, gonna, I guess. You're going to be just sitting down here on that scrappy little computer watching Death Stranding. I watched the trailer maybe maybe like 30 times last night has anyone put out some theory videos already uh python selkin put out something um so we'll see what he has to say or they have to say there's two of them gotcha um i'm trying to think of anything else that like stood out like the logos like the ship like there's a fucking ship and it's called like the usv magellan magellan sure um like uh, uh, dude i'm i'm just i'm fucking losing it I'm fucking losing it. Oh. I just want, uh, but you know what? It makes Dude, me. You were ups- as happy as a pig it, it rolling ma- shit. It makes me upset because the theme is so negative. I don't want to see a dark Kojima arc. I don't want to see that. This I might like, be. This could be the Empire Strikes Back of the Death Stranding I trilogy. Re- I really like MGS Five is a dark game. Death Stranding is exact, exact opposite. He's in a. He's, he was in a different point in his life, but like he rewrote this in pandemic. He had this game mapped out from the beginning, and he's like, Nah, this doesn't work anymore. And he was radio silent, like, in the beginning of the pandemic. So no, for sure. Well, that, I mean, he was working out. hard on the new thing. Well, sure. I don't believe him, but sure. Oh, really? You don't, I don't know. You don't I, think so? I feel like that's a very easy thing to say. I, listen, I, I, See, he has no reason to, to lie. And I and, like, and I, I do believe him, but I, I thought the cynically, funny thing was I'm like, like, shut up. I didn't want to predict anything again. Like, yeah. I thought he was being No, that was funny. a funny thing. And, no, like, yeah, and, yeah, I, yeah. and I appreciate how they came out on stage, and it's not just like, wow, that was cool, Kojima. Thumbs up. They kind of like they, they they like talked about. Well, it Jeff a always bit. gives him a little hug on stage for sure. Yeah, I feel like, but yeah. no, good stuff. Hey, I'm excited. Gooch, I'm sure you're livid. I'm just great. excited to see like what the game's gonna be called and the fact that DS2 is like a working title. It's really cool. I don't know, mysterious. Even though we obviously know, I it's hate just, it. Just tell me the name. You could, he has a name, but see, that's the stuff that so maybe I, they're gonna. Su- maybe it's not gonna be two, and maybe it's gonna be a subtitle. I love Kojima, but that stuff's very pointed. He's doing that to drum up more. I'm sure. I mean, he dude, has when a, he released the Phantom Pain, it was just called the Phantom Pain. And well, that's MGS true, but well, but that was because it. it was supposed to be a, a misdirect. That was all point of that, right? right yeah, right, like that but, was. Yeah, so I don't know. But it's like, nah, it's just. I right. think he he's likes, like he's like nah, no, just Death Stranding yeah. too. No, I think he. I think he loves. He he loves, and I don't think this is bad. And I, and I think he's earned the right to. He likes to bask in the mystery a little bit, and I think oh, he yeah. likes. He, and he knows, and he knows people eat that shit. That's up. what I'm saying. So, and that's and hey, that's fine. I'll give him credit. Moving on, we saw our first not eh, gameplay slash cinematic trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, the Phantom Liberty DLC pack starring Idris Elba as Solomon Reed. Great pickup. So we're going to have Keanu and Idris. To, I don't know if they're going to be together. Well, I'm sure well, Johnny not. will be with you when he's just in your head as usual. So, are you excited to hop back into Cyberpunk? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, am ready. too, man. I, I'm ready. I, I was saying last night, I'm like, I, I'm like after Edge Runners, and I know the game's fixed, and I'm just, I'm excited to jump back in that world. And you know what my New Year's re- resolution is? I So, I played in my video game New Year's resolution. Sure. So, I, when I was playing Skyrim, I was like, you know what, man? I keep playing RPGs in a very... I need to be like jack of all trades. I don't want to be. I FOMO. I want to try to like do everything. I need to focus on a path, a tree, 
a a theme for a, a character build and just go with stick it. with it yeah. and go with it harder because i think it like in cyberpunk like i feel like like being a net runner or being you know the dude with the gorilla arms or no whatever. for sure like, i it, definitely it just kind of pays off the one in, I, I feel like first time around i was definitely a net runner sneaky guy like i would never get caught but uh, the, my newest gameplay my newest playthrough i i was definitely more head-on i got my guns up a lot more uh yeah no i i hear i think a lot of modern art modern day rpgs are made with the intent to kind of allow you to deviate even a bit later in the game to make you feel like you're not pigeonholed but and i think that's good and bad even i feel like todd howard talks about it when he did his interview with great uh, interview lex friedman definitely check that one out please watch it uh so yeah it's interesting even like it was funny he was talking about a lot of the reason like when we were talking about classes and stuff on our bethesda like what what you can learn from skyrim episode i feel like he even like addressed a lot of the things that we even were like talking about in that episode obviously i obviously because he watched it but no it's so funny how i might how i think insightful that last skyrim playthrough was to really help me realize like what What the game is doing wrong and how like what is aged well and what was colored by nostalgia um but going back to the cyberpunk of it um this is a 2023 we know it is next gen only obviously um and it's a paid thing. I'm I'm excited, man. I couldn't couldn't be couldn't be. No, happy. I think I, it's funny. I I did. Th- I thought they had promised all like this major DLC would be free. I can't wait to go. They get did a, not the Edge Runner stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> too. Um, they did not. I I'm curious to see how much this is going to cost. I would really hope that this kind of capitalizes on that first kind of act of the game that truly gives you a lot of decision making and choice and choices to choose from. Like that whole. The beginning of that game when you're going through the market and you really kind of have a when you're going to meet those like the cyber dudes I can't remember the Mal, the Maelstrom people to mm-hmm. get the chip yeah that there's first, a that, lot that first mission before Johnny there's a lot of freedom in how you can that, kind of approach that that mission, that mission yeah. only yeah. and I want to see more of that throughout this DLC and I'm hopeful that they're going to because I mean it's there in you know what I love about The Witcher those decisions are much more subtle that really affect how your game ends. And it's not really telegraphed as much as like, this is going to affect your outcome. And I really kind of hope they bring that back to Cyberpunk. But I, And I know that they do have multiple endings within Cyberpunk, the, the original story DLC. But great stuff. I can't wait. Next up. Of course, we knew this was coming. One of our predictions. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Releasing exclusively on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Oh. <sighs> March 17th, 2023, we jump back into the boots of Jedi Survivor Cal. Jedi Knight Cal Kestis. And Survivor. Yeah, he is the the titular Survivor. Well, actually, I don't think he is the titular Survivor. I think the The other person in the pod is the titular. So, do we know who that is? We have nothing. I I don't know. I was like, Ian didn't really seem to chime in with any Star Wars nuggets while we were watching. From what I've seen on the descriptions, they're in the outer reaches, like as far on the edge of space as you can get, and they find this guy. So I think it's going to be really kind of detached or as detached from like the main goings on as it can. So we can actually get a story that doesn't we don't know the outcome of already because we know how Star Wars is going. The combat looks totally rehauled. It looks totally rehauled. So I I watched that trailer a few more times. So you have three combinations. You do have the. Yeah, right. you, 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 you have the double lightsaber still with okay. the because he throws it at one point. There's one part and where he rips he, it off, and okay. and then there's another part, and it Good looks entry, like now yeah. you can actually have two separate lightsabers. You could you that could do that in the obvious. first one, but that was only like really a special move. You couldn't just. It seems like 
you can actually use that as a fighting style now. And then you have a cross guard, like a Claymore almost type. A looking. la Kylo Ren. And, and I'm really happy to see that because I don't think we got enough of that lightsaber style because they clearly, you know, well, it's, it's definitely it's, a, it's a high Republic style is the idea. And I know is, he it, does, is that what it is? Where yeah, do you see that? Well, within uh, so in the high Republic books, that's where they show it. it. It's more ornamental for them, whereas Kylo Ren's his was more vents like for the excess uh like kyber crystal energy and that's because it wasn't a stable crystal that he was using bb has to sleep uh bb <laughs> does have to sleep but dude i i know the first game has some issues but overall i absolutely adore that game i think it's an amazing first outing for a series they gave themselves a hell of a, a foundation to build upon and i think we saw that in the trailer i'm so excited yeah, i love I'm, seeing I'm, cal is like more of a grown man too yeah he i said he looked hot like three times yeah, like, he's he looks hot, hot. Man. he's hot <laughs> look at that beard yeah, and he came good. out on stage he looked in, good. Like, in the oh, entire... i like that whole thing yeah, yeah and even yeah. the little spin he gave it was great yeah yeah cameron monahan definitely uh enjoying the role clearly excited sure. to play it but trio is it going to hit our march 17th date <sighs> The cynic in me says no. Right, it's hard to it's hard to be confident. About but I feel any like they've been so quiet on it at this point, and they did have such a f- fantastic base from that first game. It's possible, but I'm not hedging my bets on it. I'm hopeful. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You are my only hope. Next up, we have Diablo Four, another cinematic trailer. This game's arriving in June 2023 on the sixth. To be exact, we did get some gameplay earlier from IGN um, later this or earlier this week um, uh, as the date of recording, but I don't know. I think this game looks cool. It's um, been getting some good reactions. I keep seeing. I thought okay. from like the first, at least from gameplay, like from previews and I stuff. I haven't heard I much. I, saw. I didn't watch the the gameplay preview. I think I think I need to. I want to like this game. Um, I know Blizzard doesn't have a great track record, of course. Right not now. right now. They don't know. So. I mean, I know they la- they just uh, launched Dragonflight, World of Warcraft's most recent expansion. I haven't heard anything terrible, but I I haven't heard rantings or ravings, and um, that's usually what's been the trend. Sure. With, with WoW expansions, they come out and nobody really talks about them, and then the community decides it's trash. <laughs> and <laughs> like that's it, just it, yeah. And that's just kind of how it rolls. That sucks. Um, Blizzard needs a win, and a, a Diablo Four needs to be it because Overwatch Two sure as hell wasn't it. Um, yeah, I think I just need to see more, um, and I hope it's not like Diablo Three, where in 2012, uh, uh, a buddy from high school was like, "Gooch, don't get Diablo 3 and I was like. Okay, and then I played Diablo 3, platinum on PlayStation uh, 4, and I realized why you told me not to get it. <laughs> and you wanted to kill yourself Ten by the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was That's like, oh, I still see it. Like, oh, it's, it's, a good, it's, it's fun, but like, I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't all I was cracked up to be. Anything else? That's it. Next up, we have Street Fighter 6, June 2nd, 2023. As you can see, this Q1, Q2, beginning of Q3, really packed. Are you interested? What were you, were you just thumbs up? I'm just saying, it? cool. Like uh, I, yeah. you know, like I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I think I'm I, sure t- fighters love it. If you've been watching the podcast a while, I think me and Trio are like, like ca- casual fighting fans. We love Injustice. We we both play MK and maybe you know Marvel versus Capcom in our. Past, I was a big but, For Honor guy. If you consider that a fighting game for a while, but yeah, you know. but you know. We're not that we're not, not our we're, genre. We're not that. Yeah, we're not that. We're not the fighting guys. You no. don't, don't want to come here for that. Opinion. No, we're not. Uh, we're next not up, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will include Kevin Conroy 
and our new release date of May 26, 2023. So that was the announcement for the new... Did they have a release date at that point? Okay, no. so May... They delayed it. If you're, yeah, if right. You I remember that. I remember they... I couldn't remember if they gave a date or not. So obviously this trailer's a big deal for the, for the sole reason of Kevin Conroy is returning as Batman in this... This, I don't think they show up if Kevin Conroy didn't just pass away. Correct. I, I agree. I, think, I, I yeah. think this trailer was probably retooled in the last few weeks to be like, guys, I think we need to show that Kevin I actually, I really don't even think they show a, a Suicide Squad. Tra- uh, well, actually, they still want to reveal the date. So there probably would have still been a trailer. No, some yeah, kind. there would have been something. I, 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 I disagree. I, I saw some people say, no, I th- and I agree. I actually do they agree. I think you're right, because they, they need to reveal that date. But, um... So I saw some people being like, oh, this would have been cool to like save as a reveal. But it's like, listen, if you know the Arkhamverse, you know he's not dead. Also, you know he's most likely going to show up. I think it's nice to just give that kind of little ode to him right now and just be like, yeah, he's in it. I don't think it's like, I th- I-, I liked it a lot. And dude, that game looks, oh, just looks. I like that trailer. It looks like, great. Captain yeah. Boomerang cut Flash's finger off. That <laughs> <Yeah>. was funny. <laughs> um, I liked Flash's look too. Yeah, also. so this is one, this is... Kevin Conroy's, you can definitely say, final video game appearance uh, as Batman. And really, the question we were asking last night is, okay, like, what else did Kevin Conroy do before he... uh, I still think we'll see a few more things trickle out. Yeah, I I, I I agree. I'm just curious as to what. what, what. Um, Next up, uh, Trio. The Super Mario Brothers movie clip. Did that do anything for you? I've kind of already been... It's. Nintendo's confusing me. Stop, right. stop showing. So, so we were both correct. We were both correct and incorrect. Chris, on yeah, calling Chris this. Connor pitched a friend of the show that you know we were going to see Mario movie trailer, and we kind of we did. We we saw a clip we, of it. He predicted it would be at the Game Awards, which it was, but that it would be a trailer, which, which we was. got. But that was but like you predicted that they would do their own weird direct, which, which they, they did, did. <laughs> yeah, a few days earlier. So yeah, no, I, I I was sold on this from the first time I saw. It. I mean, I know everyone's like, I just need to hear, I need to hear Chris Pratt talk more. Sure, that's like, really everyone's what I was getting for. on like on Chris <laughs> Pratt, but then like Charlie Day's just being Charlie Day. Like, and that's fine. Like, I I don't know. I think it's gonna be a fine movie. I I love Illumination. They do a great job. I think it looks like just purely looks wise amazing it looks fantastic and i mean we're gonna go see it yeah i, I think we're probably gonna review this one i think we will yep. yeah because i know like for sonic we haven't seen that uh or we didn't review that no this um, might actually someday be a fun like rewind review but that would be way off uh i'm gonna skim right by this one tekken 8 got a trailer cool i think i have left to say about tekken than i do uh Street Fighter. Same. Horizon Forbidden West, the Burning Shores DLC exclusive to PlayStation 5 coming in April. Trio loves to see the exclusive. I do. I don't mind playing a little more Horizon. Are you going to get Horizon now that you have a PS5? At some point, yeah, I do. I, th- I was been looking for it on sale, and they really aren't budging. I haven't really seen much on I think there probably will be a sale. As a sale-wise, uh, but... Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I just picked up Sifu, so that's where I'm spending my time mm. with. And, and uh, the uh, Outer Worlds uh, it's season pass, so that's been fun. We got a Crash Team Rumble, new Crash game, 4v4 multiplayer coming in 2023. Warhammer 40k Space Marine uh, 2 gameplay, which we have seen before. Um, This is also exclusive Series X, PS5, PC, 2023. 
I'm just skipping past some stuff that I know we don't have much to say about. Trio, you definitely called this one. Hellboy is getting a stylish new video game adaptation. And this is coming to Xbox One, Switch, PC, PS4, PS5. Um, so I know you're not happy it's about very that. Mu- but I know. It's Hellboy yeah, in the comic style. I was going to say, it's very much in that Mag- Magnola style. It looks like it could be really cool. And that apparently, I saw someone post the side-by-side. That whole thing is straight out of a comic book. Like, yeah, comic and book I pal. love how it kind of gave us the 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 quick oh it's a 2d side uh scroller jk it's like it's a, a full-on th- three uh, 3d third, third per- person game yeah action game i don't know if i'm gonna get it i'm not like a hellboy fan per i'd se. be curious it doesn't look like it's gonna be a 60 dollars full price game just based off of that little thing we've got or i don't know or 70 or 70 yeah you're right uh <laughs> i don't know though i'm excited for sure looks cool no now, this was a weird intro, but kind of pulled it all together in the end. I think you know where I'm going. Yeah. Crime Boss Rock A City announced with a cast including Michael Madsen, Chuck Norris, Danny Glover, Kim Bassinger, Danny Trejo, and Vanilla Ice. It is a criminal underworld game in a fictitious version of Florida in the 1990s. It looks fun. Michael it looks Wilford like a lot of fun. Well. Yeah. Yeah, this game, I think it's going to speak to GTA fan, GTA fans. I think it's going to speak to us 90s kids. It looks, it looks, yeah, it looks fun. Looks fun, yeah. yeah. It looks like a 90s movie made into, like a 90s action flick made into a, a video game. We got The Lords of the Fallen. We got some more gameplay for that Souls-like uh, sequel to 2016's uh, Lords of the Fallen. Last of Us 2 got a PC release date as well as Returnal. Uh, skip it through, skip it through, skip it through. Uh, Baldur's Gate um, got a release window. Um, after spending two years in early access, we got a really dope trailer, and this game is it, supposedly going to release in August 2023. I hope they hit this because again, it's it's been in early access for two years. So that being said, I think it gives you a like a scope of what where you're going to release yeah. the game. Yeah. So like that's a date I'm confident in. I would uh, agree. And I think this is com- I think this is coming to everything, I would imagine. Hmm. Um, Forspoken demo is on the PSN network. Did Downloading you get the- that this weekend. Yeah, I, done it I think I'll play it. I want to see where your people gameplay. Say. It looks insane. It looks so it's cool. The even it's the writing. Yeah, I I just think it could look like it could be some cool. But I'm, I'm gonna like- control this with my freaking mind. <laughs> what? What? You're telling me? Wait, he where shoots. Am I? He shoots lightning now. Ugh. Continue. Bad guys. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Transformers reactivate. Which trio? We were watching it and we're like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, Transformers, Transformers. War for Cybertron. And Transformers comes out. It was like, dude, it was like, like the strangest moment. Really like, what? I don't know. That, that was that was It looks cool. It does. It's I, I apparently admit, like a one to four player. Kind of shoot, oh, action online game. action oh. game coming to PC and consoles uh, will tell a new Transformer story and let players fully immerse themselves in a universe like never before. Interesting. We really haven't had Transformers games do what what they're saying here. So no, it could if it's like a it, it sounds like almost Gotham Knights idea ish, like where you're playing as four different Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a new IP from Focus Entertainment, the folks behind uh, publishing Plague Tale, Greedfall, and a few other games. Uh, well, a lot of other games. Um, Banishers, Ghosts of Eden. This was the trailer with like the ghost girl. Um, you star a pair of ghost hunters. Banishers taking place in 1695 in a haunted wilds of North America and follows these two who are romantically involved as they work to stop a threat 
of lingering ghosts and protect the living. Interesting. Looks cool to me. I really enjoyed that trailer. Again, I've become big fan of Focus Entertainment. I think they got a lot of cool games under their belt. I'm skipping through some things, Trio. I'm skipping through some things. I'm skipping through some things. I'm skipping through some things. Still. Um, skipping, do you have anything to say about this Valiant Heart sequel coming to mobile? Not coming really. home? It's a game I've, I've always, heard that's uh, been yeah. on my list for a long time. Heard good things. Oops. Uh, I think we're I think we're hitting the end here. Just want to make sure. We're at like yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem, Dune, Awakening. Trailer. I'm excited for that. I mean, open world survival. I mean, it could go either way. I should say the idea of it sounds really cool to me. And if it's as like fidelity filled as that CGI trailer looks, I think it could be very cool. I don't know much about it, so. And last. Yeah, well, to give my opinion, I'm not really interested. I, I, I'm a very, like, mono MMO player. I don't dabble in a lot of MMOs. I play Guild Wars 2, and that's where I stay. Like, that's uh, the thing. It depends on what kind of... really needs to grab me by the balls and, like, lick them, you know? I really need to be... Would you have considered Red games. Dead Online an MMO? Or, like, what's, like... I guess not, because huh? it's... Red Dead Online, that wouldn't be an MMO, of course, but it was, right? It's but like it's, a, like, it's somewhat it's like in Destiny, that... It's Destiny, right? It's yeah. It's like this hybrid kind yeah. of MMO multiplayer game. Yeah. And last... Excuse me. But certainly, maybe not least, we got Horizon Call of the Mountain gameplay trailer, our, one of our only PSVR 2 exclusives, Trio. Did this want make you want to get PSVR two? Maybe pre order it right away. Even though you have the the you have the meta quest, quest one. Yeah, I have the quest two. Quest two. Okay. Yes. Uh no, not at all. I listen. PlayStation. I get that the PSVR is a premium product, you know. You're gonna get it if you feel like you're financially ready, but you need to give me some incentive here. Five hundred and fifty dollars is not the price point for that. because when it's when it's Almost as expensive as your system. Listen, I just don't get it. I can't argue with someone on the on the specs and what's in it because apparently that's a pretty good price for what you're getting within that actual unit. Right. But you need, I need some some software reasoning to get it. Like and, that's and a, games that are being ported from a, a, a fucking an old game, VR that's, VR system you already have. And Why a lot of insane? Quest games will probably show up on there that are that are already on other VR. Like that's fine, but you need like. They needed like two or three big ones, right? And to I, I make think, me feel like I, I want to call the mountain. Is, could be a is big one, one yeah, of those for games. sure. Yeah, um, but I, I again, I, I you can't just have one. You needed a half like Half Life Alex like right. something I, like I to agree. that degree. That's a good genuinely call. like a full AAA worth seventy dollars game. Trio, before we depart, I have one more question for you, and you kind Let's of already it. answered it, but I wanted to hear if you had anything else to say. What do you want to tell Jeff Keighley? For next year's game awards, what do you want to see different besides the timing? You did know, mention yeah. it earlier, but you know, feel yeah. free. I might clip this, so feel free to feel free to say. What it do again. I want to see more of? Uh, I don't know. I really think this was a very well-rounded show. It didn't drag too much. For all my complaints about the timing, as I usually do. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that he has a really tight show. I think he has a lot of fun announcements. There really isn't much I would change, aside from maybe a few awards. I think that they did the awards quickly that should have been done quickly, and we hung out on other ones. It definitely, like we said, we kind of forgot it was an award show, I feel like, a few different times. So maybe that's it. Maybe make it feel a bit more award showy. And that, that was my kind of... Uh, I think that's, that leans into my, like my feedback for you, Jeff. I, I feel like... I, I, think, I think what you're doing with the awards and kind of speeding through some of them 
is the right idea. I think you're going in the right direction. But for some reason, I, I feel like we did. I got kind of lost and I was like, oh, yeah, this is an award show. I think we haven't had like too many like we. I think we had less than ten awards on stage. Yeah, like, like big maybe ones. maybe yeah. I'm wrong here, here Jeff, but I, I I don't feel like there were enough awards given the stage time. Sure, and I understand Blitz and throws through those esports awards. I I get it. I'm not the audience for that. And I understand that. Same with content creator. Um, and but then action adventure, I was like, yeah, maybe we could have had that on stage. But again, I understand what you were doing, bundling like five awards together and kind of getting through them to to condense the show a little bit more. You had you had you debuted a lot of great stuff. There were a lot of really cool new games. Obviously, you, you work hard to get those scoops and those exclusives and, and to present them to us and show them to us. Also, getting uh you know like a little bit of cinematic stuff and a little bit of uh, gameplay stuff. I think we could have used a little bit more gameplay stuff. I would have loved to see Hellblade here. I'm curious where that game is at this point. There's a I'm sorry. There's a few different like I I just am so blown away that we didn't see one single Microsoft game. That we didn't and, see even I, I, some I, I, type I, I, of first And I wanted to part. comment on that in the sense of like, again, Xbox has a full fucking hand. When are they going to play it? And Sony know, has an empty hand, but they have their third parties kind of playing for them right now. No, they now. do. They have well, so, well it, they just feel like they're at least present in some right, way. Right, because what? Death Stranding. Final Fantasy. Any others off the top of your head? Um, that like the third party Sony exclusives? No. Nothing that I can like really those, think of. You're, I, I'm sorry. What was I just read a text like an idiot? What was the question? No, it's okay. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. What was <laughs> yeah. the question? What are the the third party? Like, sorry, I'm getting confused now. The third party studios making Sony exclusive games. So like Final Fantasy 16 is a Sony. Uh, or is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Death Stranding is going to probably be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yep. I don't know. That's the thing. I really couldn't. We got nothing. Because again, we didn't get any first parties. I mean, obviously you have. And like, same with Xbox. Xbox had almost no presence. That's what I mean. I feel like they didn't. I couldn't even. I don't we even saw, remember like, it showing the, up the once. The Game Pass reel. That's what I mean. Like right? that was it. So. But the, I don't think that's Jeff's fault. I think that's just us saying, hey, Xbox. No, that's, where Micro- are you guys? No, that's Microsoft. That's Xbox. That, that Fable reveal would have been great for this. Or even like, and and if that's not ready enough, that's fine. But like, what's going on, guys? We've had five. Like, what are all the other studios? Just one of them. And like, even we, Nintendo, also pretty absent. I mean, we got, will, we got that Bayonetta. They're just different game. because for me, right. anyways, because they're weird. They do their direct. So I'm not as like I, I just Microsoft. What are you doing? And I will mention this. And I wanted, and I mentioned it last night. Phil Spencer, Doug Bowser. We got our reps from the companies. No Jim Ryan. No no person from Sony kind of representing. Sure. Interesting. No, yeah, I, I no, it's, think interesting. it's interesting. No, I, yeah. Jim Ryan is the head of fucking SIE. I think he should show his ass up to the Game Awards just to, you know, show some face. I don't think he has to do anything, but, like, it would have been like, oh, yeah, like, our, wouldn't it be cool? Everyone's present. Jeff would have been like, hey, Phil's here. Uh, Doug Bowser's here. Jim Ryan's here. I think that would just mean something. No, for sure. I feel like there was a bit more unity in the gaming industry until a certain deal started trying to go through, mm. and now the true console wars the, 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 have is, begun. Right, uh, right, not from not from the players, but from the companies no, from for the actual Absolutely. companies. But yeah, Gooch, great stuff. Talking the Game Awards 2022. Thank you all so much for joining us. If you've been with us live on Twitch.tv/slash Under Network, we very much appreciate you. You can find this podcast. Anywhere podcasts are found, just search Delco Nerd Network. We're on most of your social medias. We're at so, we're at Delco Nerds on about everything. We got a Facebook page. We 
We got a Discord channel. You can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. You can even email us, DelcoNerds at gmail.com with all your comments, questions, or concerns. We'd be happy to get back to you. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share, tell your friends about us. All that stuff helps, guys. Uh, but for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.